What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast. If this is the first time you're listening, thanks so much for joining us. It means the absolute world to me that you would choose to spend any of your time with us. This is a bi-weekly-ish podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. And I am just so excited because today's episode is very special. But before we get to that, as a reminder, you can find me on Instagram at enjoythesass. You can find me on the internet, enjoythesass.com. You can listen to this podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts. My most favorite place that I've recently started listening to podcasts is on Overcast, but you can listen to it everywhere. Let me know what you're listening to it on because I always am looking for new cool ways to listen to all sorts of podcasts. But if you want to send us a review or rate it, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. It would mean a huge amount to me if you would consider doing that and then share us with your friends. That's really cool too. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, grab some coffee or some tea, hot chocolate. It's cold and rainy here in Austin today. I've got my iced coffee as usual. I have a very special guest on the podcast to wrap up 2020 in a different way than I have ever before. Um, Last year, I wrapped up things by myself. Year before, I had Tyler on. This year, I've got my friend Susan, who you all know and love from her episode of the podcast, which we'll obviously link down below in the description of the episode. Um, She's going to take the reins on this episode and talk to me about what 2020 has been like, and I'm so excited. So welcome, Susan. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm absolutely loving this. I'm so (laughs) excited that you picked me to ask you questions. Oh my gosh. I am so excited that we get to do this because even when we were talking before, I was like, man, she's way more prepared for this than I am. So I'm excited. So why don't you tell everyone what because this was your idea to be on if you're if we're being completely honest this was susan's idea it was like why don't you have someone it doesn't have to be me but it should be um <laughs> come on and help you wrap up 2020 so what kind of inspired that idea and then tell me about how you've prepared so i you were over we were talking about podcast stuff because faith is like spectacular podcast, <laughs> I thought. And then we're sitting there, she's like, I really don't know a lot. I don't know why you're asking me. So I, but I thought about that idea. And I loved when you were asking me the questions mm-hmm. and I got to a- answer things because I'm like, I don't know what I would say if I was doing a podcast, but you would ask me questions and I would just answer it. And mm-hmm. it just seemed so relaxed and fun and it was easy. And so I thought, well, how do you wrap it up? You want to go through all these, these, episodes that you've done over the whole year, mm-hmm. how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Well, ask, have someone ask you those questions mm. instead of you're like, okay, and then there was this one, and then there was this one. Right. It, it, it could seem drawn out. And so I was sitting, I've, I've listened to several of them over this, you know, since I f- first got connected with even listening to your podcast, Enjoy the Sass. But last weekend when I was at a softball tournament in Portland, Texas, hmm. I sat with my earbuds in while my daughters were playing softball and I listened to just about every one of your podcasts wow. and I was taking notes, Aww. like just some questions that I'd want to ask because they all kind of, some of them blended really complimentary to each other. 
And it was, you know, it was like a theme that kind of kept coming up as I was listening to them. And some of them were very different from each other. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's how I prepared for it. But I just love the idea of the interaction and asking you the questions. So I'm, ha I'm, it'll be fun to kind of recap. What yeah, happened I'm excited. Time. Even before when we were talking, I was like, oh, I forgot about that one. I forgot about because it's just you just do so much and do so many <laughs> and they're all great. But it's a lot to keep track of all of them. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. So go, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm passing the baton over to Susan for this episode. She's probably going to take over this podcast um, eventually because she's amazing. So <laughs> let's just get started. I'm excited. Okay, now I'm nervous. No, when you were asking so me great. the question, like, okay, I'll just talk. Now I'm like, oh, okay. No, it's so, awesome. Um, at the very beginning, this is something that I've loved for several years now, is looking at a word of the year mm. and kind of claiming that for what your year is going to, you know, yeah. you want to focus on because there's yeah. so much going on in our days and our weeks and our year that how can we simplify it? So I loved when I was listening to the one that you did at the very beginning of the year mm -hmm. about your word of the year. And you yeah. said that in 2019, you selected the word joy, Yes, but then for 2020, you had two words, which I actually had two words as well. Um... Uh, and your words were flexibility and intentionality. Yeah. And you talked about your schedule changing and some ministry things changing and repurposing your time mm. and the impact that you wanted to have with people around you. And how did you personally, you know, how did you see flexibility and intentionality unfold? And it, I, I think for myself, my words changed over yeah. Like from the very yeah. beginning, and then in March, it completely changed. Yep. What did it start out like, and then how did it unfold? Sure. So at the beginning of this year, I was walking into a new job um, that was going to completely change my schedule um, for my life. You know, I was basically going to be working a part-time job and potentially making full-time income. And so my schedule looked like maybe working three days a week and having two days of freedom and then the weekends. And I'd never, I've never worked a job where I had such openness before. Um, and so I was looking at it as a way to, you know, I had really been seeking the Lord for time to invest in the young girls in my life, the youth girls specifically, because that's where most of the young women in my life come from is from our church ministry. And so I had really been asking God, how could I have more time to pour in. And so this job came about and it was going to be the perfect opportunity to, um, to have flexibility in my schedule, um, to, you know, go have coffee at a random point in the day or, you know, um, go take kids lunch during the day. Krista, my roommate was doing that. And I was like, I want to be able mm. to do those kinds of things, you know? Um, and so that kind of, is where things started at the beginning of 2020. And I was doing that. Mm -hmm. I was doing what I could, uh -huh. making the most of what I could, you know. Um, and so as the as we all know, this year kind of took a turn that we all were not expecting. Yes, it did. <laughs> and, you know, the Lord works through that. And I'm grateful because I was able to go back to work full time for my dad Um but also still have some of that flexibility in my schedule, you know, on the weekends because I wasn't pulled 
potentially for a job on the weekends, which I was when I was working kind of that Mm part-time lifestyle. So my Saturdays and my Sundays are my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I could have my Sabbath or I could go have coffee. My favorite thing to do on a Saturday, aside from podcast with Susan or have coffee (laughs) with Susan, is have coffee with either one of my girlfriends or, to be honest, I could just come over to the Obergs and have coffee with Kea, you know. (laughs) Um, And so kind of just shifting what flexibility looked like a little bit um, and just being more open to changing how I felt flexible, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what flexible is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other word of intentionality in that flexibility, being super intentional with how I spent my time, um, whether it was working on the podcast or, you know, resting um, spending time with our youth girls or my roommates or whatever. Of course, at the beginning of 2020, I didn't have roommates and I was not prepared to have roommates. Um, but so that kind of was a whole thing, a shift in flexibility Mm -hmm. as well, but also, um, kind of learning what it means to be intentional with time for myself, time for others and time with the Lord. And how do I pour into each of those things? Well, Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if anything, 2020 for everyone has been a lesson in flexibility <laughs> yep. because we all had to shift the way that we looked at the world and looked at things and looked at our time, you know? Um, and so if I love that I have been able to change the way I look at, um, being flexible because at the beginning of the year, it was, you know, it came from having a more open schedule in my job. But now um, it's more being intentional with the time that I might not necessarily usually have that's open. Mm -hmm. Um, And that comes from how I spend the other parts of my day or my week. You know, if I'm really good at things during the week and get stuff done, I have more flexibility on the weekends to do those other things. So mm-hmm. kind of just shifting around what I thought it looked like to now um, a more realistic view of what it means to be flexible, but also intentional in that. Yep. Well, you know, I uh, years ago I had a word and it was elegant. Mm. And it wasn't that I wanted to look all my hair curfewed and my nails done mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. wearing all fashion clothes and I looked like I had everything together. Right. I wanted to cultivate a lifestyle of elegance mm. and it was simple, intentional, organized, and purposeful. Mm. Those were the the synonyms to my word. Mm. And I also looked at the definition. So looking at flexibility, flexibility and the synonyms to flexibility It isn't necessarily just one aspect of it. It's a lot. So the flexibility had to change from what you might have thought in January to Mm -hmm. what it looked like in March to what it looked like in July to what it looks like today. Yeah, exactly. And so we when you when you select that word, you're selecting it to say, okay, I want whatever flexibility or whatever intentionality looks like looks like. Yeah. I want it to unfold. Yeah. But I want to be purposeful in in you know, the kind of streamlining. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love that. Let me ask you this. What, yeah. um, you had to repurpose your time as, as stuff changed mm-hmm. and ministry and yeah. did ministry change for you throughout this last year? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
as everyone knows, I was serving pretty faithfully in our youth ministry at Reach. Um, and then everybody knows now that we are no longer Reach Church. We're City Reach Church. Woo-hoo. So we merged with another church expression to become City Reach Church. And it's been amazing. Um, but that happened in the middle of a pandemic, which is crazy in its own right. Um, but a little bit before that, actually, I had had a conversation with Ryan who was at the time our youth pastor. And I just kind of told him, you know, I really feel like the Lord is pulling me to some other things um, in serving at church because I, at the time, was looking at going back to serving in production at church, um, which is a, another pretty in, intensive um, you know, serving schedule. Uh, you're there all day on Sunday. And sometimes on Wednesdays if we had service. So it just kind of would change how I did youth ministry if I was going to stay in youth ministry. And so I really took a while um, at the beginning of the year to pray through what my role would look like in youth if I decided to step up into production again. And so praying through that, talking to some of my, you know, wise counsel in my life, um, kind of just made me realize that I was in a place where it was time to step down from youth, but it didn't have to mean that I no longer had any contact with our kids or, you know, anything like that. It just meant I wasn't going to be at every single Wednesday night service for youth and all of this. This is before the pandemic Mm -hmm. hit. Um, and so I made the decision to step down from youth Right before, I think it was maybe February. I think I remember. I think so. Um, And so the pandemic hits and we're still trying to figure things out. And I had told Ryan and told everyone that I would serve out until this one date. So um, I did. And then the pandemic started to get a little crazier and get more into full things. And we started going virtual. So I was helping more with production and things um, virtually. And then when we merged to become City Reach Church, it kind of made it clear that, okay, like the Lord doesn't just tell you to do something for yourself. Um, I took a pretty big role in helping with some of the production transitions at church. Mm -hmm. um, And completely learned how to run lights in in the course of the pandemic like wow. i've i've never i had run the lights at church before 5 years ago um but i had never run them on our system this fancy computer thing and so i learned how to do all of that in the middle of um doing church online mm-hmm. and then when we merged churches com- helping to create a whole new system yeah you know and so it was like okay well it makes sense that the Lord was like, you're going to step out of this thing and you're going to come back to something that you've been doing. And what's cool about it is that it reignited a creativity inside of me that had been missing for a long time. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, and also allowed me to remember what it's like to serve in ministry and have that creative passion fueled. And so I think that that was the Lord's just like a little sprinkle on top of like being like, I know what I'm doing and I'm showing you what I'm doing, you know? Um, 
you just gotta be along for the ride and I'll, I'll reveal it to you when it's time, you know? Um, and so that's kind of how ministry for me shifted in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic was I realized that just because I'm not serving in youth anymore doesn't mean that I'm not still pouring into our youth. I have coffee with Kaya. I text our girls, you know, I still help with production for youth events and, um, our students, I, I was telling Cassie, our youth pastor, I was like, we just have the best kids and the best people. So how could I not want to be a part of that, you know? And so just because I'm not a quote unquote youth leader doesn't mean that I'm not a youth leader. Yep. You know, I'm just serving in a different area while still living life and mentoring students. And that's what I love. Well, I think people need to realize that just because you move on and you transition into something different, it doesn't mean that the relationships that were already there change. Because I have ladies that I've worked with and done recovery ministry with for years that, especially at this time of year, it's a hard time of year. Mm -hmm. And they're reaching out because at one point I was the regular person that they'd reach out to in that season. Right. But now they're like, I need to, you know, I... I know that I trust you and I value you. So the relationships do continue. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean that they're, they're it's, it's not done. Over. Yeah. It's just where your time and energy shifted. Yeah. Well, then let's go into the next episode. You mm-hmm. had Ryan Albert. How long have you guys been friends? Gosh, I always like to say that I've known Ryan since he was 19 because it just feels like it's been longer than the five or six years that it's actually been. Um, so I've known Ryan since 2015. I started going to Reach Church in 2015 when I graduated from college, um, and he started going right around the same time, that summer of 2015, I think. Um, And we just hit it off. We became super close, best buds um, Mm -hmm. back then. And we've, he'll say, and I say, and we said on that episode, I think, that we've seen each other through quite a lot. Um, And so... Yeah, when I finally had him on the podcast, he was like, it's about time. He had, I have one rule. I'll say, (laughs) I I think I said it on that episode. I have one rule about the podcast and sometimes I feel bad about it, but I'm not going to feel bad because it's my one rule is that if you ask to be on the podcast, you might not be on the podcast. Um, And so Ryan had asked to be on the podcast early on and I said no. <laughs> I said no. Um and it took 2 years for him to be on the podcast because he asked. Um so I'm sorry to him. He knows that I love him. Um and he'll be on again eventually, but um yeah, so he he asked to be on the podcast, which is the one rule of enjoy the sass. Don't ask to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, you know what I think is really interesting? Mm-hmm. He talked about burnout in ministry. Mm. And um I have been in ministry my entire life. My parents were, my dad was a pastor and my mom was a Sunday school teacher. And I've been on staff at a lot of different churches and I totally can understand burnout. And it can come even when you're not expecting it and you're thinking that you're doing well. Yes. Um, But I love that he, like he, he had, when he was on with you, he was talking about a lot of the people that he has around him mm-hmm. that were really careful and working with him and what he saw how they were serving other people to prevent that. Yeah. And one of the things um, I wrote down from his podcast was um, serving and building up in ministry. Mm. And so he has people in his life 
that were serving and building him up and encouraging him and mentoring him, him in that and believed in him. Yeah. And I, that was one of the things I loved. And I think it's going to be great to have him back on again because there's been a lot that's transition that's oh happened gosh. since he was on. Yeah. And yeah. his story is going to be very, very different mm-hmm. the next time yeah. he comes on. And I yeah. love it because it's not, you know, he, if, Listening back, he's like, I was on cloud nine. I'm doing great. Yeah. And now he's like, okay, so this is some more growth that's happening. Yeah. Me, and it will be beautiful to to be able to celebrate. Yeah. Because I, one of the things I believe very strongly is God created all of our emotions. Yeah. The good ones and the bad yeah. ones. And it's okay for us to live and experience all of them. Yeah. And so I will, I'm, I'm going to be excited to hear how the, you know, that what he learned and the value of preventing burnout. Mm, yeah. He was aware of that and then where his journey went. So yeah. I I love that one. He's a good guy. Any, was there anything else, that any other highlights that you wanted to point out about that one? I just, I think we both walked away from that episode like, wow, when's the last time we just sat and talked for an hour and a half? You know, um, I think it's funny, like Ryan and I have been through a lot together and obviously a lot on our own, but um, as one of my best friends, we often take for granted that they're there. Mm, and yeah. so, uh, and I think that's something that our friend group has gone through this year. Um, they all would speak to that of, you know, we just kind of get comfortable. And so for us, for Ryan and I to sit down and have an episode of the podcast together and just talk about life and talk about what God's doing was great for us, but it's cool that other people get to listen to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that's my favorite thing about this podcast is having people on who I genuinely love talking to and care about and listen to their perspective on stuff. Um, So that's probably for him especially, but for overall, um, that's like my favorite thing. That's so exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're moving on to another very, very distinguished gentleman, Vod. Oh, what a guy. And that I I really appreciated um, some of the things that he shared. Yes. I There's a song, and I can't even remember who wrote it, but Broken Things. Uh-huh. Um, and we all have lived through brokenness yeah. in yeah. so many different ways. Yeah. And so he talked, the things that I loved is... Um, he really the the main point that I took away. I mean, he talked and talked and talked. Oh my gosh, we could have this talked morning, for another two hours. Yeah, well, this morning we were listening to a couple yes. of it. I'm like, don't stop, don't, <laughs> don't stop. Oh, just, but we have to do a podcast. I know. <laughs> but we're listening. Let's just listen to this podcast. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, but his value for priceless things mm. and things that are. Um, Anyway, so what what is your takeaway on that? He talked about the flowers for his wife, oh, yes. and he talked about some other broken things. So yes. what is your takeaway from that one? I think Vod is just amazing, and I get so much out of every conversation with him. But I loved, I think he said something about, um, I'm going to not get it correct, but just being authentic I think he talked about and then also just recognizing like you said that we all have things that are broken Mm -hmm. and we all are broken um but God yeah Vod and I say that all the time like but God you know Mm -hmm. um yeah all this stuff but God 
blah, 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 even more things. And so I just, I think my favorite thing about Vod is that he reminds me the value of our relationship with God. And he makes me want to have a better relationship with the Lord. That's exciting. Yeah. So my remembrance too was that you guys met at this time of year. You were at a yes. Christmas Eve service, wasn't yes. that right? Yes. Uh-huh. My, um, I had been going to reach for about six months at that point. Um, and I was serving on the dream team as a production person. Um, technically I was service producing, but I also was running the lights. If you know anything about our old building, it was a whole mess back then. But, um, so we had, we had our Christmas Eve service. I was producing it. It was at the Westin in the domain. So it was a big, big thing. We had like so many services, I think four, um, on Christmas Eve. And, um, the first time I met Vaud and his wife, Michelle was on Christmas Eve at like 7 p.m. So it's after services are done and we're tearing down our ballroom that we had service in. Mm -hmm. And we're tearing everything down and I'm running around. I'm exhausted and sweaty and tired and just... I had a few hours before sat in the bathroom and cried because just how tired I was. Um, And Vaud and Michelle just come up to me and they're like, hey, can we do anything? How can we help? And I was like, you want to help, <laughs> you know, and they stayed until everything was done wow. till the last, uh, till I have like loads of things in my hands to go to my car uh-huh. to go home at nine o'clock on Christmas Eve. Um, and I was like, who are these people? They just want to serve. So for two, uh, two or three hours, Vaude and Michelle both would just faith. What do you need? Faith. What do you need? It was like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. That was one of their f- very first like things to serve at too. I think if I'm not mistaken, and wasn't it something? Wasn't there an aspect too that Michelle had already been coming to church? Yes, and Vod was starting. He was to, pretty that new. journey, mm-hmm. and he just needed to have faith. And yes. then there's this faith that's there. And again, it's the word. Yep, God gave you that name. Yeah, but also our nation and our you know, all around, we need to have faith. And mm. I, we were talking this morning, when we go to heaven, mm. the three gifts that we will take to heaven are, is faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that symbolism and the, the value of your name, yeah. he needed to have faith, but then he needed to have you faith in his life. Mm-hmm. And Michelle needed him to have you faith in his life. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. That's so cool. They're some of my like, original podcast fans too like as soon as i started it they were listening they're awesome i love them so i'm moving on to this is the podcast that was about you where oh um the take a moment podcast ah yes and so i have been focusing on um the question Mm. and you answer the question you presented the question, and then your dad yes. came on, and we got. We'll we'll talk about that in a little while. Yes. Where the question even started? Yes. But the question that your dad gave you, mm-hmm. and that you have started to implement, asking all of your guests to come on. Yes. 
is the time when people have been the most affected by your story are when you have been real and genuine about the moments where you have seen clear evidence of God's work in your life. Has there been an incident or an event where God really showed up for you? Not something like a churchy situation, but when you knew it was God considering your situation and doing something for you. Mm. Has there been an event or a situation? And that's what you present to each one of your yeah. um, guests. Yeah. And you spoke in in this one was the, the transformation that took place mm. in your heart when you yes. went to Costa Rica. Yes. And that was really valuable. And you kind of talked about that. Yeah. Do you have another one, mm. another time? Or, and, and maybe you want to make it 2020. Yeah. Or maybe you want to remember back because mm. it's, it's part of your story, your testimony. Yeah. So what she's talking about, if you don't remember, the, to be honest, that's a great episode. If I can like <laughs> toot my own horn a little bit. Um, that's a great episode. I think for myself, if nobody else ever listens to it, I'll look back on that episode um, and like see God in it. Um, But so I went to Costa Rica and I said, I'm not going to do kids ministry. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to do it because I don't like kids. That's what I said to them. Um, I'll do everything else, but I don't want to do that. But God, Mm -hmm. he showed, as soon as we stepped foot in that city and I saw those kids and they run up to you. Your, how can your heart not melt? So the Lord used that to remind me of himself. <laughs> and like it transformed my heart. And then I came back and eventually started going to reach and serving in youth and, you know, all of that. Um, and so I just, I felt like the Lord really in that moment was like, hey, Faith, we're going to, we're going to give you a little grace and you're, I'm going to let you say that you don't want to do this and then you're going to do it. Um, and then you're going to love it. So there you go. It's like parents making kids eat vegetables, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, uh, but now I love that story and that trip is truly transformative. It was truly transformative for me. Um, but I think, like you said, 2020, I think is a, is a great example of God's grace in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and of him considering me because at the beginning of 2020, I had a, a job, a different job than I have now. Um, and my life outlook looked very different. I was living alone. I was, you know, living the life living alone. Um, my roommates know I loved living alone. Uh (laughs) And so to, to move in with roommates was not a part of my plan, but God. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my life looked very different from January to March. Then it, has from March to December. And so, but through it, I have, I have a huge testimony of being able to get completely debt free. Amen. Um, praise God, uh, and move in with roommates, you know, all of these things that the Lord has allowed me to do and brought me through in 2020, despite of the circumstances of this world only are a testimony to God absolutely, and to what he can do. And I feel like I needed 2020 to remind me of what God can do in my life because my life from, well, I've had a great life. We'll just say I've had a really great life. I've had some bumps along the way, just like everyone, but I've had a great life. And I think I, I was getting too comfortable. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think probably the world was getting too comfortable. And so 2020 came along to remind us what it's like to really trust God. Because I didn't know where my paychecks were going to come from. I didn't know, you know, how I was going to afford my rent living alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord was like, I've got you. You just have to remember that I've got you. Absolutely. And so I think, yeah, 2020 is is my testimony of what God can do when you just let him. Just like we were talking about before this. I had no idea. You know, I ne- but I never have wanted sure i'm my bank account might look small yeah but i always had food i always had gas i always had because the lord was there yep and is there so yeah i love that Mm. all right now we're moving on to the very first podcast of yours that i ever listened to really yeah which one was the one with krista and raven oh and I, what is, what was really fun is it brought back a flood of memories from my roommate situations. Yeah. And I would have been the Raven in your apartment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. So tell me what I, I, this, that the podcast was a lot about living together, roommates, Mm -hmm. the difference in personalities, Mm -hmm. ministry. So tell me a little bit about that. And you've had some changes that have even happened. Yeah. As, as you're living together since then. So why don't yeah. you touch on that, but then tell us a little give an bit. Update. Yeah, give an sure. update. Sure. So I wanted to have, well, okay. I had Raven on and she was awesome. And her episode was last, uh, last season in season one, episode 118. That's Raven. And it's an amazing episode. It had a journey. We had to record it twice. It's fine. Um, so I had Raven on, and I wanted to have Krista on as well. Um, but she, as an Enneagram 6, she likes a plan, and she likes to be prepared. She, If she had a podcast, there would be an outline and questions long in advance. We all know Enjoy the Sass is not that way. I love a plan, but I'm not good at outlining, and I just want to be able to sit and have a conversation. And so she was like, I need to know the questions. It's like, well, that's not the way. <laughs> that's not the way. So, um, so we haven't had a solo Krista episode yet, but because we moved in together in April in the middle of a pandemic, um, I was like, this is a unique opportunity to share about where we all came from in our lives before we became roommates. And so we sat down on, I don't know, a random day, Saturday, and recorded and talked about what it's been like to leading us up to having roommates. Um, and you know, Raven had just graduated from college. Krista was living with her close family friends slash her aunt. Um, and I was living alone, living the high life, as Mm -hmm. I said, living alone. Um, so we all came from very different spots. And so to hear their different perspectives on that, and then to share about what we hoped and wished for our house and for, you know, the time that we lived together, I felt was really special because oftentimes you can either, your roommate situation can either be really great or you end up hating everyone by the end. Yeah. I've never had either of, I've I've never had the experience of not being friends with a roommate Mm -hmm. and I've only had one other roommate, but, um, I wanted to kind of get their perspective on 
on things and, you know, see where their hearts were in us being roommates. And so to have that conversation and some of the things we talked about, we kind of realized through recording that we all were thinking and praying the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was really cool. And then now we're what? Not almost nine months into being roommates. Um, Things have changed a little bit. Uh, Raven is engaged. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting. She's going to be getting married in June, um, which is really close to the end of our lease. And what's funny is that, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, um, but Raven and I both said by the end of this 15 months, one of us is going to, at least one of us is going to have a man in their lives. Because we all came in, we were all single, you know, um, Chris and I are still single and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but we had said, you know, one of us, and of course I'm the oldest, I'm going to be 28 in a few days when this comes out, I'll be 28. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm the oldest, you know, like it's my turn (laughs) basically. Well, that is not the case. The Lord's still working and that's okay. He is. He's totally working. Um, and so Raven is our, is the one. She's, you know, she's engaged. She's happy. She has an amazing fiance. We were so um, excited in our house. Oh my and gosh. Typically we're driving down the road and they're like, mom, look at this picture. And I have to look at it. I'm like, what? I'm driving. Uh-huh. And it was Raven Aww. and the engagement Aww. stuff. And that was so, so fun. It's so exciting. You know, it just, it has brought a, an excited spirit into our house 2021 we're starting in january with a bang of getting things you know getting things going full swing on the wedding planning and i couldn't be more excited because i love planning weddings but um you know we got we're two of five bridesmaids in the house and so it's it's a lot of fun um to shift that dynamic of now we have someone who's engaged and, um, you know, kind of going through that and walking through that. And now Raven is also on staff with our church. Um, she was as she was sort of an intern and doing part time when she was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, but right at in April is when she graduated April, May. Um, and so she was hired full time on staff and then with city reach coming along, um, she now, works there full time is doing HR killing it. She's so good at her job. Um, and so that's been really cool. Um, and you know, Krista and I both serve pretty faithfully at our church, as we all have said, Chris is amazing on the worship team. Um, I work in production and Krista also has stepped into a really awesome place doing production as well. Um, doing like front of house management and stuff like that. And so, um, kind of all of us like navigating our different areas of service has been really neat um, because we all were serving pretty intensely in youth ministry. Yeah, yeah. And then as the merge happened and as we started to find our own places in a new church, the Lord kind of took us all from youth ministry and put us in different areas that are all kind of similar. And so that's been really fun um, to walk through as a, as a household, I guess. Um, well, it'll be so, fun to see the production of this wedding. Yeah. Since you've got oh, all these producers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love a wedding plan. I've done a few weddings. I enjoy that piece so much. I'm like, if you just hand over the reins, I'll take care of everything, oh. you know? Um, but it'll be really fun to to kind of watch 2021 change our house yet again, mm-hmm. you know? 
um, changed the way we, well, we're all saying we got to get, we got to get in shape. We got to get ready for this wedding. So it's like, we're going to have to change the way we eat, the way we do things, you know, so we're well, all really be another, excited. That'll be a, that'd be a great 2021 yes. beginning of the year podcast. Yeah. Like, like, let's like set the goals, make it public. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when it's been made public, then, so I'll tell you a story about that one time. We lived in Southern California, in San Marcos, California, mm. and I was over at Cal State San Marcos, and they have a staircase that probably has 25 to 30 stairs. Mm. And I took a picture of it, and then I posted it, and like, gonna do it 10 times. Uh-oh. And then I was like, oh, shoot. I just posted that I was gonna <laughs> do it 10 times. Now you have to do it. And I had to do it. I was dying. Oh, my goodness. But... If you, you put did. it out there at the beginning of the year, that can hold you accountable in yep. a really special way. So yeah. I yeah. can't wait to hear what the 2022 podcast in January is going <laughs> to oh be like. Oh my goodness, it'll be quite quite a journey, <laughs> that's for sure. Who's All next? Right. What's next? Okay, this is my this isn't my my second favorite, but this was my second podcast that I listened. Oh, that you did. Which one? It was the one of me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was just blown away as I listened to it because I was thinking, who is this woman? What has, God has done some amazing stuff in her life. Mm. And it was so special how you asked the questions, how God spoke through me and how Josh made it come together and sound. Yes. And I heard, I've struggled in my my life with feeling valued. Mm. And it's something that I constantly have to be reminding myself that God God values you. You're making yeah. a difference. And yeah. I have to be reminded of that. And so when I heard it, it just sounded so beautiful mm. and professional. It was. And genuine and authentic and special. And yeah. I thought, that is who I am. Even when I don't you see are. it. And there's a verse that I love. Um, 1 John... 319 says, this is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If we know our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Mm. And I can condemn myself a lot. My heart will condemn myself a lot. But he knows it all. Yes. And so I think that's what was demonstrated in that podcast that... He demonstrated himself mm. despite me yeah. and in spite of me. So yeah. I, it was fun for me to share my story. I, I loved it, it. Like I felt, I, I, I appreciate when someone's listening to me Yes, and I felt so heard. Mm. And so my story is really about, um, we, I, in that podcast, I talked about parenting. I talked about marriage. Yeah. I talked about the recovery journey and my desire to invest in people's lives and life coaching kinds of things. So um, that's my intro for it. What is your personal takeaway or what did you appreciate about that or learn about me? Well, I love listening to you in any capacity, just sitting down and talking with you. And so, of course, to have uninterrupted time with you was probably the best part. Mm. And, of course, I've gotten that you know, several times since then. And that has been amazing. Um, but I'm, I just loved how radiant you are when you talk about your marriage, when you talk about your family, when you talk about what God's doing, um, in your life and through your journey in every aspect of your journey. Um, I just love that. That was probably just even to be a spectator, 
of you talking about what God's doing in your life was so cool for me. That's really special. It means a lot. I One of the things I wanted to tell you in my experience and my opportunity of being on your podcast, um, secretly, I wanted to be on your podcast. <laughs> Just to, truth be told... <laughs> I wanted to be on your podcast. Oh. No, I did not ask, but in my she heart didn't. of hearts, I she was didn't. like, oh, please pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> um, because I I wanted this opportunity. I really see yeah. that God has done some amazing things through you, through these podcasts. And I believe that God's utilizing this opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. And it gave me an opportunity for me to practice it a little bit and to yeah. have hope that and you I did could... Amazing. I could have done, I could, and I can, and I will at some point do this. And so I, and I saw this um, image and I thought of you, God gave you a fingerprint that no one else has. So Mm. you can leave an impact that no one else can. Mm. And you have left an impact on me that no one else can have. I don't have any other podcasters that sit down and talk with me. Yeah. I have lots of friends and I can talk about my story, but there's something that's helping me be able to share my story a little bit bigger Mm. and your fingerprints on my family on my girls has been priceless so Mm. i'm very very thankful for that well i'm thankful for you guys well let's move on to the next (laughs) good good. (laughs) (laughs) let's move on to the next uh podcast and it was your dad oh and you in that in that podcast, you talked about your family story, how you were adopted into the family. You talked, he loved talking about his mission trips. Oh, yeah. And what he did in that. Yeah. He talked about business stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, movies are your thing. Oh, yeah. And so They're, you're yes. able to talk about movies. Yes. And he also gave his motivation and his mm. his reason for the question. Yes. The question has be, you know become kind of your trademark mm-hmm. in your podcast. Yeah. And what he said in that was it was finding and using our words. Yeah. And so that people would understand what those words mean. And he used the word grace because Mm -hmm. grace is a hard thing for us to understand. Yeah. And so giving people an opportunity to see what God did in their life and kind of almost defining it in a word. Mm. And um, so... What were some of your other fun takeaways when you think about... You love that one. You were I, so excited. You kept yes. saying it all through the podcast. I just think so highly of my parents. Um, and I think we talked about in the episode that I used to use our story for like every single essay, every single, you know, writing prompt. Like I just... I probably overused our story <laughs> to, because it... it is special to me, but also it's easy to write about something that you've lived through, right? Yeah, um, and so to talk with my dad about that journey, our journey, um, and, you know, outside of him being a parent and outside of him being a business owner and, you know, all of, and a husband and all of those things, he loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he and my mom have taught me how to love Jesus. And a lot of, well, we get a lot of who we are from our parents, right? And a lot of, enjoy the sass, (laughs) a lot of who I am as a person is because of my parents. Mm -hmm. You know, I, my little quips and the things that I say, a lot of it comes from Jerome and Debbie, like my parents, you know? And one day soon, 2021, Debbie will be on the podcast. Ah, that'll be awesome. And I can't wait for that. She's amazing. She blows my mind. 
with the things that she says and the things that she does. Um, I could talk about, just talk about her for days. Um, and so to have my dad on and to do something he's not comfortable with, cause he's not, he's not a person who is super confident talking about themselves, just like we all aren't, mm -hmm. but some people are better at it than others, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and he's very accomplished. He and my mom are very accomplished in a lot of things, but they're very humble about it. And for them to, especially my dad, because he is the one that this episode was about, for them to, to sit down and talk about all of their accomplishments meant a lot to me. That's so exciting. You know, for my little podcast that who knows what will happen to, you know, for him to just sit down and have a conversation, an honest, amazing conversation. Um, just, it, it means everything to me. That's exciting. And I think also we all value our parents' opinions and we want them to be proud of us. And I'll get emotional talking about mm -hmm. it because to have my parents be proud of me means everything to me. Yeah. Um, and it just as much as that question of like, when was God considering you and giving you grace? My parents have given me so much and so much grace. And then for my dad to say, yeah, I'll come on your podcast. You know, there's a difference in supporting you in supporting you through something, but supporting you in doing something. Mm -hmm. um, it just takes it to a different level. And I'm beyond grateful. Um, I I could talk forever about my parents and what they've done for me and how much they mean to me, but we'll keep going. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a very special episode to me. I agree. Yeah. All right. The next one was your friend Dom. Yes. And she, when I asked you, I'm like, so why did you select Dom? The other people that you've had on there were people that I knew about mm -hmm. your relationship. And I said, so tell me about her. Mm -hmm. I listened to, to her podcast, but why did why was she one that you selected on there? So Dom is a really special friend to me because we're very different. Um, she's a firecracker. Mm. And she'll, she says it like it is. She tells you what she means. And she's authentically her all the time. Um, and I think that's something that we all strive to do and to be. And she also has a very unique story. Um, I learned things about Dom on our episode that I've never known about before. And I thought that was really valuable um, and cool. And her perspective on things is different than mine. Um, I didn't grow up serving in ministry and she gave her life to the Lord and then was full swing in ministry pretty quickly and went to Bible college and, you know, all of these things. And so um, to get her perspective on what it's like to serve in ministry and also just to live so unencumbered by the world. She talks about in that episode um, how she is always living today with the the idea that the Lord could just take her and have her do something completely different tomorrow. Um, so being in the moment, but also being ready for whatever God's going to do. Um, and I thought that was super special. So... To have her perspective um, and just the way that she sees things. It's a pretty short episode, 
compared to some of the others, we were also in a hurry um, because we had to go do some church things. But to have her, you know, spend some time and just share because she she's not super big on that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think she says that too. She's like, this is uncomfortable for me, but that she did it and she did it so well. And so, you know, um, with such ease, I loved it. Well, my takeaways from that is that how how valuable it is for us to have people with different personalities, different life stories, different perspectives on things, because it does challenge us. And her authenticity on certain things might not be the same things that you feel comfortable with, Mm -hmm. but that you can, you love her, you love the person, and you can hear things and appreciate things because of the love that you have for them. Yeah, and so good. And um, we're going to talk about it as we reflect on your very last podcast that you had. But I just appreciate that you take these two people, again, that mm-hmm. are from different backgrounds, yeah. different stories, yeah, and they can become such special friends. Yeah. I, I have several of those. There are two that always stand out in my life that I did some ministry stuff with. And I remember when I started out and I thought... I do not know how we're going to even be friends because we (laughs) are so different. Yeah. And they have impacted my life in such huge ways. Yeah. So I I love that you, you know, having her on there. I agree. So good. So now we're going to go to my absolute favorite Uh podcast. Uh Uh-oh. The absolute favorite. Who is it? It's my daughter, Kaya. And as a mom, it is, it it was um, mind-blowing for me to listen to how my daughter processes life. Isn't it? She talks to me about this stuff all the time in the yes. car. And when we're driving and she'll sit, like, she's a talker. Yeah. And I know a lot of this stuff, but just to listen to her talk to you about it and that this is something that is going to go out to the world, I am so thankful she loves Jesus. And Ugh. it is not, there's there's no way to guess any differently no. about her. No. And the decisions that she's made and the impact that she's having, I'm really, really, really pleased with her. <laughs> yes. This morning, she sent me a text and she was heartbroken about something. Mm. And I told her, I said, I, I love you and I'm pleased with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, anyway, so I was excited that you asked her. <laughs> and so tell me about, tell me about your relationship with Kaya and a little bit about that. Gosh, Susan, I could cry again. Um, Kaya and I met at church um, in youth. You know, her and Annika kind of came in like a like a, <laughs> a ball of fire. Just they kind of changed our youth ministry for in the best way possible when the two of them started coming to youth. When you guys started coming to church, and it was like, who are these girls? Like, who are these two girls, twins? To be honest, it took a long time for me to know who was who. Um, I, it took a lot of time for all of us to know who was who. Um, you know, we're good now. It's very clear now. But back then, back in the beginning, it was not. Um, and I think we all kind of, when we're serving in youth, we all try to be super intentional and have girls and for the guys, like boys that they reached out to and were pouring into and we all kind of tried to divide up the students um and naturally Kaya and I were just drawn to each other um I couldn't tell you why 
except for that the Lord knew what I needed and knew what she needed. Absolutely. Um, and we started, you know, doing coffee and that was probably a big part was that we bonded so much over coffee. She would have coffee like on a Wednesday night at 7 PM. Like she'd come in with her coffee and I'm like, who are you? You're 15 years old. And you're like drinking these giant coffees. Faith, like what are you? The apple does not fall oh, far no, from the tree. She and, Su- and then I met Susan and <laughs> it was like, this makes perfect sense. Um, but so we probably bonded very strongly over coffee and Jesus. Those were mm-hmm. the two things. Um, because I'm not a student athlete, you know, I I wasn't athletic, I danced and I sang, like those were my things, you know, um, so we didn't really relate on that, but she has such a passion for people, and her little heart is just so tender and so soft for people, and I think I saw that, and I'm very similar, because my heart burns for people uh, that I've just met, you know, (laughs) like I'll like hear someone's story and I'm like, Oh my God, you know, like crying and thinking about it for days or whatever. And she's very similar, you know? And so just to serve in ministry and serve her and watch her grow over the past, it's almost been two years Yeah, it has of, um, of watching her and watching your family and getting close to your family I, it was almost a no brainer as much as it's like, I had never had, she's the youngest person. Well, up to that point, she was the youngest person I'd had on the podcast. You know, I hadn't had any teenagers. Um, and I was like, it just makes sense. It just makes sense to have her perspective because she inspires me and I, I'm blown away by her just as much as you as her mom are blown away by her. I'm blown away by her. We just sat for an hour before we recorded this and just soaked in mm-hmm. the the presence of God in her room. Yep. Like she is incredible. Yep. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to have you on my podcast because I want other teenagers and other people. Shoot. I'm, gonna be 28 like I said and I learn and grow listening to her yeah and listening to this generation of kids coming up talk about what God's doing because there's such a hunger that I've never seen before yeah um you know I have loved the Lord since I was 14 and I you know have been in church since then or since before then um but I gave my life to the Lord at 14 and I'm hungry every day, you know, but the way that Kaya pursues God and just is hungry yes. for his presence and for his love in her life just is unparalleled. It's yes. incredible. And I, I'm like, I want to be like you. She makes me want to be better. And so as much as I have people on who I love to hear their thoughts and their opinions and their passions, it's also for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like my my digital um, self-help yeah. book yeah. of this podcast because I can listen to it and get something out of it. Sitting here in the room with you or listening tomorrow when I'm going to send it to Josh, you know? Um, and so just to have 
her perspective as a 15, 16 year old girl, she's 15. Yep. 15 year old girl is, and like get something out of it when I'm 13 years older than her. Yeah. Is incredible to me. That's incredible is the word that I just keep saying because she's so special. I did a study when I was back in college, and it was a Bible study at our church, and it was called Spiritual Mothering. Mm. And the thing I loved about it is if someone were to ask you, Faith, would you please disciple me or would you please mentor Mm. me, you would likely be a little intimidated by those words. Yeah. But as women, we all have mothering and nurturing tendencies. Mm -hmm. And so someone that is... 50 years old is going to be able to have a different perspective and be able to invest in someone who's 40 or 30. Someone who's 28 is going to be able to invest in someone who's 15. Someone who's 15, these, my daughters are coaching girls that are eight and nine years old and they are looking at my daughters like they have every, they are so smart. Yeah. And so it is very valuable to have Mm -hmm. people in their lives. Mm -hmm. So I love being a woman that's years older than you. You feed me, I feed you. Yeah. I nurture you, you nurture me. There are things that you know that I do not know, and yeah. there are things that I know that you don't know. Right. And the same thing for my daughters. And so yeah. it's very, very important to have those kind of mentorship relationships. And I'm excited because I have it with you. Right. I haven't always had it directly with their youth leaders. Yeah. And yeah. so it's it's fun for me to have my own relationship with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna move on to yes. the next one. And uh the this one is uh, your friend Josh. Yeah. Is that your... Mm-hmm. your He's my engineer. engineer. Okay. Yep. This one is your engineer, Josh. Yes. And he talked a lot about financial education. Yeah. And he invested in you and yes. even getting this whole thing started. So yes. that's kind of a fun story too. Yeah. But in that, um, you were seeking some guidance from him mm-hmm. about financial things. Yeah. What yeah. was the benefit of that? So I think I've talked about on here before. I was struggling a lot with um, some credit card debt from uh, years, years of credit card debt, probably from college and then a little bit beyond. And so, um, when I met Josh and we started, you know, talking about the things that he likes and that I like, and that then he's dating my best friend, you know, and they're preparing to get married, all the things we're talking about money and finances. And I was just blown away by how organized and how on top of things he was um because I'd never met someone who was like close to my age who was that on top of things like he literally had spreadsheets where he did his budget and you know um when they were planning their wedding he had like all of the finances like on the spreadsheet and it was just amazing um and so as I was trying to get out of debt I would go to him and I'd say Josh like how do I do this you know I would talk to my parents of course but there's something about talking to someone who's closer to your age um and so I would I just saw after him for some guidance on what what to do and how to you know, make things work. And so finally this year, I've been fortunate enough to get out of debt. Like I said, yay. Celebration, balloons, sparkles, glitter. Um, And so it's kind of, it was like, well, naturally I should talk to someone who was there along the journey. Um, And so we sat down on Zoom because they live in Fort Worth and I live here and we're in a pandemic. And, um, I, we sat down and we talked about 
what it's like to be financially responsible. Um, and I felt like other people might need that as well. You know, um, people my age, people younger, people older, um, all could get something from a conversation with two young adults talking about finances. So it was really cool to have him on. Um, it was also cool to, to get him to be on the podcast um, mm-hmm. instead of just listening to it after the fact. You know, he said it was pretty weird to edit himself, but um, but that was super fun. And just also to get to talk to him about, he's really amazing at music and um, obviously he engineers this podcast and makes me sound better than I ever could do on my own. Um, and so just to, to be able to have him on in that capacity was really fun. Next year, in 2021, we'll have his band, um, Plainsman, on the podcast. So we'll get to hear from him about writing worship music and stuff like that. He's a very talented guy. So I'm really excited for for that to come as well. But it's not the last time you'll hear Josh on the podcast, that's for sure. Did you do his podcast in person or was it? No, we did it on Zoom. Yeah, we did it on Zoom because they live in Fort Worth. um, And I'm here, obviously. Um, So we did it virtually. but luckily he has his own equipment, so it could sound just as good mm-hmm. as if we did it in person. So That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I'm very grateful for him in all that he and Allie both do for the podcast. Well, so one of the other questions I wanted to ta- ask with his is... Oh, yes. Uh, oh, so as a personal life coach, yes. I've listened to a lot of people that, you know, counselors and mm-hmm. other life coaches, and uh, John Maxwell said everybody needs to have a life coach. Mm in their life. Mm. So my question for you right now is what are the top three to five areas you need a life coach in? You obviously have reached out to Josh for these two areas, the finances and this technical Mm -hmm. aspect. So you can use those as one of your three to five. Okay. But that is my point. Ah. You could not do the financial stuff given what you know. You yeah. needed someone else that was yeah. steps ahead of you, that had yeah. the understanding and the passion for it. Yeah. So what areas of your life would you want or need or do you have? Yeah. Um, so I am... I'm. Uh, you. This is the question you said you were going to put me on the spot and look what you did. You did it. <laughs> um, uh, so I am fortunate enough to have several people in my life who I consider to be mentors. Um, I think like in church, that's a lot of what they call it. It's like your Mm -hmm. mentor, you know, people who you can go to for guidance on things. Um, And I have my, I have several spiritual mentors um, aside from, you know, my parents. So that is an area that I have at least one or two people that I can go to for guidance on, um, Jesus things, spiritual mm-hmm. things. Um, I, to be quite honest, I actually have been thinking about finding someone to help me with my finances, um, and investments and retirement and all of that. So probably need to improve on that. Um, and take it from just like getting guidance and advice to actually putting some practical steps for my own personal finances into mm-hmm. place. Um, as I'm getting older, I want to, you know, start looking at buying a house and, you know, making these kinds of investments. And I don't know how to do any of that, you yeah. know. So um, preparing now to do those things in the future. Uh, and I have someone in mind. I just need to actually sit down and have that conversation. Um, 
probably my health health stuff like that would be someone and I again I have amazing people in my life who I just need to actually reach out to for yeah. these things so those two probably are ones that in 2021 I want to pour into and grow in um like having someone who can help me with like getting my health and my diet and all that stuff on track and then my I really want to um start making moves in 2021 in my finances and um investments for the future so that's awesome hopefully that is good yeah (laughs) that's exactly and I I I was with a group of parents and they think that they are the ones that educate their parents or their kids and they're the they're the life coaches for their kids Mm. and yet they aren't necessarily yes your parents are for certain aspects but you need to have other people that are helping you in areas yeah yeah and so we all need to have those people and I have a team of ladies on my founding team but then I also have those people that have been in my life for a long time that I go yeah. back to yeah. and get some, the real truth, because yeah. I know that they're going to tell me the real truth yeah. Yeah. and love That's me through important. it. That's important. Well, we have one more podcast Ooh. for the end of the year. Okay. And I, the thing I loved it, you talked about my daughter and being, she was the youngest and now you have one even younger. I know. <laughs> but I loved when I heard that and then I heard the story and just some of the answers that Hannah mm. had for oh you. Oh my gosh. It was really special, and I was weepy as I listened to this podcast. And I'm very thankful for the impact that VOD is having on the life of teenagers and youth right now. Yeah, it's incredible. And that he has his marriage and he has his children, and he's impacting a lot of lives right now. He really is. He really is. And the the name of their podcast is G-I-G-O, is that right? Yep. Got in, got out. Yep. So you'll link that so we can... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll put it in the description for sure. And they, it kind of started because they would just be sitting at the table. Yeah, just talking. Talking and talking for yeah. hours. Yeah. And um, the mission that they that they stated was that they want to lead as many people to love and, and, uh, and feel the joy of Jesus. Mm, I love that. And they want to have a lifestyle being able to spread the love of Jesus. Yeah. So tell me about your relationships with them. Sure. And... You know, if you want to even give a snapshot again of kind of your takeaway from what Hannah shared when she answered the question. Yeah, yeah. So obviously you guys have heard Vaude on the podcast um, and you we today have talked about what my journey with Vaude and our lives as, you know, people serving in ministry together has been. Um, but I've also known Hannah and the Kramers for about that long. Um, they were like founding members of Reach Church. Like they've been around since the very, very beginning. Um, and they're incredible. Their family is so awesome. I just love them. Um, and so I, I remember Hannah from when she was little bitty. Like she was in kids, kids church, not youth church. Um, and she was just this little thing, you know, running around. But I could always see like she's got something to her. Um, and she's a thinker and you can see that when she, or you can hear that when she talks that she's thinking so deeply, um, about everything. And so it was really, really cool to watch her and Vaude, their relationship kind of grow as they have, um, as they have been in ministry together and as they just have been friends, Vaude, and Michelle are really close with the Kramers. And so watching their relationship develop, um, 
has really been neat. And then watching Hannah just grow into this like young girl serving in kids and, you know, on in youth and just being so poured in um, and and just so like ingrained. Jesus is just like at the center. And it's really amazing to see that and to watch someone who's 14 years old she's 13 i can't i'm really bad at this i think on on her on the podcast she said she was 13 and she's gonna be 14 really soon um that's right so to watch someone at 13 be so invested in their relationship with god and such a thinker and to be able to stand next to a 33 year old man and be on on par yeah and match him for yeah. his thoughts and match her, you know. And so Vod came to me a while ago about um, him wanting to start a podcast. And then eventually, as they talked about on their episode, they were like, why don't we just do a podcast together? Because like you said, they sat and talked about all this stuff. So why not record it? Um, and so it was when I listened to their episode, their first episode, I was blown away. I was like, this is not what I expected, you know, from the, the two of them in the best way. Um, and so I was like, well, obviously I have to have them on my podcast. Yeah. You know, obviously. And so, um, I had them, I, we finally set it up to where they could come on. And I love that they're the last episode of this year. Um, and just, the conversation was so good. We could have talked for another two hours, you know, just like I can with everyone yep. because I'm not going to have people on who I don't want to talk to forever. Yep. Um, but just listening to their perspectives and how so much of what they are going through is different, but also the same and how that lines up. Just, I loved almost just like, being a fly on the wall of what it's like for them to record mm -hmm. together. Um, and even before we were recording, just like watching their dynamic and watching them be goofy and, you know, joke around and, but also the love that's there for each other and for the Lord and for just advancing his kingdom, yep. I think is really, really special. Um, they've got a really, really special thing uh, as friends and as a podcast I, I'm, it's hard to put into words the pride that I feel for them. Um, like, I'm so proud of them for, it's not an easy thing to do a podcast, first of all. It's an easy concept, but then when it comes to actually sitting down and talking about things, that's not easy. Mm -hmm. um, and to talk about Jesus and to talk about God so candidly. That's not easy, yeah. you know? Um, and they're doing it in a way that is so glorifying and so authentic. Yes. Um, that I just, I'm so proud to know them and to even be like a small part of their journey to becoming a podcast. Mm -hmm. And then having them on my podcast was like, it was a no-brainer, you know? Um, and I loved, I loved it. I loved just getting to soak in what they had to say, you know, um, and Hannah answering the question, 
I was speechless. I think I was too. You hear it in the episode. I just didn't really know where to go or how to do it. I was blown away by a 13 year old who has that kind of grasp on how God is speaking to her. Yes. Because I was not at all that way when I was her age. I'm not, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know that I've, I'm that way now, you know? Um, but I want to be, I want to be that. I want to have that perspective and that, you know, that kind of in tune-ness Mm -hmm. that she has. Um, so yeah, I could talk about them or that episode for a long time because well, I, just I think am, everybody needs to go back and you listen have to, to that listen one. To and it. you might need to even rewind that little segment. Yeah. Slow it down little. if you need yeah. to. <laughs> like, slow it down. I listen to podcasts on too fast. Susan was hearing me listen to them earlier. And I listen on like 1.2 to 1.5. But go listen to that one just on one times and have your notepad. It was actually you. it was actually a Facebook status update that I wanted to put on. Yeah, because it was it was really special. So we're not going to tell you exactly what it was. Or you have to go back and listen. Yeah, go back and listen. Episode 214 with yep. Vod and Hannah. And then also go listen to their podcast. Um, got in got out. It's super awesome. Um, I'll link that again in this episode so that you can go listen. Um, but yeah, it's incredible. They're so good. Well, I what a great to year. Sh- wow. Yeah, it has been a really good yeah. year. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you personally yes. two of my favorite memories of faith. And oh. these are pretty superficial, but they are still really <laughs> special. It. And other people comment on this to mm-hmm. me. Um, was when we were all stuck at home. Mm-hmm. You could go through drive throughs and get things, mm-hmm. but we were stuck at home, so she knew I would be home. And she went over to one of my favorite coffee shops, Summer Moon, and she got me cold brew and some of the moon milk, mm. and she put it on my doorstep and doorbell ditched. <laughs> but she didn't really leave. She no, just... I didn't leave. I hoped that I would get to see them. Yeah. And so opening my door and finding it at my footsteps, it was a beautiful gift because it's speaking my love language. I'm all of them actually. Yes. But in that moment you were speaking that like, I know what you love. I just want to give you a gift. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about you. I think coffee is its own love language also. So um, honestly, the coffee, the, the coffee dates, people are like, but I don't drink coffee. I'm like, you don't have to drink coffee. You don't even have to drink anything when we sit down. It's the, it's the code word for let's get together and talk. Yeah. Is really what it yeah. is. And then what's really fun between you and I is all of the little pictures that we send of our, our purchases our, yes, from, from Mojo. Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I so love it. The ladies, the people at Lakeline know that I have a friend that sends me pictures from the one when she's in Marble Falls. Oh, yes. But you frequent there on I Sundays. Do. I so- do. And now my friends know if I, if they go through and they they should just tell them I'm friends with the lady that likes the lemonade, yes. the sparkling lemonade with sugar free vanilla, and they're yes. like, oh yes, I know her. Yes, Susan, <laughs> the the mojo over here. I love my mojo in in Marble Falls. Mads wants to be part of the podcast today. Yeah, too. my dog is is wanting to be a part. Sorry, <laughs> she's like, mom, it's time to be done. Um, the one over here in Lakeline, I will just I, my favorite thing to do is just tell them. I, I'm in the mood for this. And then they'll figure it out. Like the last time I went, I was like, I really want an energy. That's my favorite thing to get at Mojo if I'm not getting coffee. Mm-hmm. and But I hadn't tried the sparkling lemonade. So I was like, can you put the two together? 
and they did, and it was magical. Oh, man. Yes, they're awesome. And I've been trying to learn all of their names. Um, there's a lot of them, there but are. I've been trying to learn their names as I go. And they remembered me the last time, that time. She's like, oh, you did something different with your hair. I was like, wow. So, well, I, yes, okay. I love that. I'll tell I love you that a mojo. silly thing that happened when I drove through the other day. I, I've gotten to know a lot of the people yeah. that work there, too. And there was a guy that was standing there, and he was taking my order. And I said, I'm sorry, but I don't think you've gotten to know me yet. My name's Susan, and I like a sparkling lemonade with sugar-free vanilla. All the peeps inside will know who it is. <laughs> and it turns out he's it. one of the owners. So now nice. the owner knows me. So, yes. Yeah, so Forrest. Forrest is his Forrest, name. okay. Um, anyway, it's, it's awesome. fun to have those little I love it. silly things in yes, life. I love it. Um, coffee. So it's coffee, but it's really the it's the connection that. that happens with yes. it. It's just a code word. So um, as we wrap this up, yes. a couple things I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Would I, I want you to tell the world? Yes. Um, for 2020, or wh- what would you want to tell the world in 2020 in two minutes or less? Like reflecting back, what kind of um, what would you want to say? Hmm. The thing that popped into my head is get ready. So I don't know what that means, but get ready. Maybe that was at the beginning of 2020, or maybe that's at the end going to next year is get ready. Um, I think that's something that like being prepared for anything, Mm -hmm. but also being prepared for nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just get ready. Yep. I think we've lived through a, a huge season of uncertainty. Yep. And now... We're going to be living through a season of un. It, it's just it, things are going to change. Yeah, fast yeah. and so I love yeah. it. I think just be open to the possibilities because Lord knows that at the beginning of 2020 I didn't see this being the end of 2020. So just be flexible, you know. Just to bring my word back, just be flexible. Be intentional with your time but be open to letting it change awesome so can you give us a sneak peek into 2021 for the podcast Mm -hmm. yes so i'm very excited because in 2021 i'll have a new computer so it means that i'll be able to do some more of the things that apparently people want um I have posted a lot of polls on Instagram about, like, should I start a YouTube? Should I do more of this or that? And everyone seems to want me to do more video content, aside from just my Instagram stories. So, it'll be different content than what's on the podcast. I think I'm going to try and incorporate video into podcast recordings as well. But I'm also going to kind of do enjoy the sass YouTube and make it different, fun content. Um, incorporate my roommates and Raven, mostly Raven. She loves to, we pretend to vlog all the time. So we're gonna, (laughs) we're gonna, we're gonna bring that into 2021 video content from enjoy the sass 2021. Um, as well, I already am talking to a few people about coming on, um, in 2021. So be on the lookout for some awesome guests. Um, I want to have more guests in 2021 than I have this year. Um, just because I love 
giving my friends and my people a place to talk. So I'm going to do that. Don't You'll ask. Don't, don't ask. ask. Don't ask. <laughs> no, that's so silly. I should really just change pray that. Just, just pray about it. Just pray about it. Pray about it. Vod said when he, um, when he came on, he said, I knew that you had a rule, so I didn't ask. I just was asking the Lord to tell you yeah. for me to be on the podcast. And guess what? He did, and the timing was perfect. Yeah. So just, Amen to that. just, just ask God mm-hmm. and have him tell me. Yep. Um, so more guests, more videos. I'm hoping to get my branding, like a new logo and some cute things for um, for Enjoy the Sass. Maybe if things keep growing and we keep doing well, we'll have some merch by the end of 2021. I don't know. That would be um, so exciting. That would be so fun. Yep. Merch so, is so much fun. It's so fun. So you might could see that come up soon. I also want to incorporate more um, more written content for the website. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do that as well. Um, and yeah, just more of the same, but also more new things. So That's I'm so excited. Cool. Um, I would like to thank Susan. Thank you for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's fun to shift things to where I'm not asking the questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this was a lot of fun, um, different and not easy for me. Um, but a lot of fun. So thank you for for coming on and for preparing. Well, you've had such a, a beautiful blend of guests and it was fun to reflect back on them yeah, and to give them that. the honor and the celebration of the fact that God used them in some special ways this last year. Yes. So yes. go back and re-listen to your own episode. I know, right? Go back and listen to all the old episodes before the end of the year. Yeah. And yeah. just be encouraged by that. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who came on the podcast this year. And last year, too, in 2019, we had some really awesome guests as well. Um, And I can't say thank you enough because the episodes, they live on forever. So thank you. Um, It's a blast to get to do this. It's so fun to talk to people who I care about and who I love. Um, So as always, thank you to everyone for listening, for coming on the podcast Thank you to Susan for wrapping up 2020 with me. I wish everyone all of the best as we go into 2021. Merry Christmas. If you are listening to this, you know, whenever you listen to this, um, happy new year. By the time you hear it, it will be, will be a days before 21. So happy new year. If you're listening to this after, or, you know, just Happy Wednesday, because it could be just a Wednesday that you're listening. It means a lot to me that you would choose to spend any of your time listening to this podcast. So thank you so, so much. And stay tuned for everything. As always, follow me at Enjoy the Sass on Instagram. You can follow Susan at... On my Facebook is Susan Marie Oberg. And I do have an Instagram. Which is? Susan... I think it's Susan Marie Oberg, too. I think so, too. I'll put it in the show notes because I can't remember and I put her on the spot. Um, follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Overcast, if that's where you like to listen, and everywhere. Also, stay tuned in 2021 because Susan's going to drop a podcast and it's going to be amazing. Um, also, listen to God In, God Out. And just listen to a lot of podcasts. Support your podcasters, support your friends, and just have an amazing time this year whenever you're listening to this, I hope that you feel loved, 
and valued and that God is doing some amazing things in your life. So thank you so much. I appreciate everyone. And we'll catch you in 2021. Bye, guys.